Good morning and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And this is Pastor Benjamin Davis. Today we are joined by the illustrious Pastor Mike Ware. Is that a good intro for you? Well, I've been called worse. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike, since uh, you are the illustrious Mike Ware, yes. can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Start by uh, where do you live? Well, we're in the Denver, Colorado area, and you know we planted our church here thirty, almost thirty-five years ago. And of course, my son has been pastoring that church now for the last seven years. He's blowing it up. I mean, we laid a great foundation, grew a large church, and then now he's taking it to another level. So uh, we're here. All of our grandchildren are here. We're blessed. Hey, I heard a story about you that has to be told. I feel like in this moment about when you started that church that uh, you did all the work and you started off with, is it one person showed up on the first meeting? Is that right? Is it that, that your first church service was you, your wife, and one other person, or was it one family? Well, it was one lady and her two children. Okay, son, all right. My son was eight, my daughter was five, and we were in the basement of a community college. And uh, it was on a Sunday, obviously, and all the doors were locked. They had to have a security guard unlock the door anytime somebody came into the building. So anyway, we had one lady come for the first service. Jeannie took her two children uh, and, and my five-year-old daughter into a room next door and did a Sunday school lesson. She brought her guitar, sang two songs, sat down on the front row. Matt, my eight-year-old, sat four rows back, and I preached to her for three weeks, and then her husband came. And so that was the beginning of our growth. And our first month's offerings were $253. Jeannie and I gave $200. Somebody sent us a check for $200. And so we just gave it all to the church. So that was our illustrious beginnings, Pastor Jared. <laughs> I think that's awesome. I love that story. And the way I've heard it told also is that um, when uh, this lady and her kids showed up, you preached as if there was a thousand people there. Is that accurate? Did you really do that? Well, yeah. I mean, uh, I have faith in my spirit. I mean, small church thinking causes your city to go to hell. That's why we've got to grow. <laughs> and so, uh, and, and to survive, I mean, I was there with uh, two small children and had to find a way to make a living, so to speak. But, you know, we were there because God gave us a vision to plant this church. And uh, this lady, we they tracked her down, our staff tracked her down on our 20th church anniversary. And uh, they had moved to Georgia. And uh, they'd been with us a number of years, but I think they had family out there. Anyway, they moved out there. They tracked them down to find out uh, what it was like in the early days of the church. And she said, she said, Pastor Mike said, sometimes I would turn around and look behind me because it was like he was preaching to a thousand people. And, uh, and I was, they just weren't there yet. <laughs> they are now. That is so awesome. I love it. Hey, I, I think we need to title this podcast, Jared, is this small church thinking causes your city to go to hell. Can we do that? <laughs> we can make that happen. <laughs> That's amazing. So we're going to have uh, Mike and Jeannie join us, and we want to invite everyone who is, uh, who is going to be around. They will be with us on April 18th. That's a Saturday, and they'll be with us uh, on a morning session. We'll have We'll be there in the morning all the way until after lunch and, and quit around two o'clock. And um, if you want to find out more, contact our church office and, and uh, we'll tell you more about that. Everyone is invited. The subject is going to be on discipleship um, and how discipleship is a core value of following Jesus. So, Mike, let me break into this. Um, you know, there's there's words that describe 
walking in Jesus. You know, you hear the word Christian, then you hear the word, you know, I, wh whether you're a Bible following person or whether you're a church attender, but then there's this word discipleship. In your language, what is discipleship? Well, it, a discipleship is really a lifelong process of becoming a follower of Jesus. And uh, really, you don't become a disciple without the word discipline. In fact, that's really where that word, I think, really originates. There's got to be a discipline in the individual. You know, our whole goal is to try to make people or help people to find their perfection through Christ. I mean, Christ is the model. We try to be models. But, uh, you know, I guess I could put it this way. The gathering happens in a large group. That's what happened on Sunday this last weekend. Community happens in a small group. And that's why you have small groups. But discipleship happens inside you. And so for, for a person who wants to become a disciple of Christ, it's not just about the gathering on Sunday. It's not just about the community in a small group, but it's about the discipline that causes you to mature, really, to become more like Christ. That's called discipleship. And, you know, the disciples were called disciples for a reason, because Jesus was discipling them to be more godlike, and of course, to become more Christ-like. So uh, that's kind of my thought on it. And, um, you know, hopefully everybody in our church wants to be discipled, but not all do. Mm. And that's so important to remember is that uh, not all do. This has to be a work of Christ in a person to make them to want more out of their salvation experience, right? So uh, why do we need discipleship today in the American church? So let's just look at that. You've been around. You've had the privilege of traveling, working with pastors, working with churches. By the way, if you don't know, Mike and Jeannie have had the privilege of traveling both internationally. Have, did, was it you that told me that you've tasted so many kinds of food that you forget what they taste like after a while? I mean, after oh, traveling the world? I told, uh, I told people that I'm trying to reach all the unreached food groups of the world. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Is there a way for me to join in with you on that? <laughs> I've eaten a lot of unusual things. <laughs> so you've, you've had a, a broad experience uh, ministering honestly across the world and certainly across the nation. Why do we need discipleship today in, in our local churches? Well, you know, I, people go to church, but I think many of them are biblically illiterate. And I discovered this a number of years ago. Uh, I was preaching a series of messages coming up to Easter, and I was preaching about uh, Zacchaeus and uh, being up in the tree. And uh, and so I asked, I said, how many of you know who Zacchaeus is? And, uh, and there was only about half the people raised their hands or less. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. You don't know who Zacchaeus is? You know, Zacchaeus was a wee little man, a mm. wee little song. <laughs> and uh, I realized that people, although they come to church, they don't know the characters that are in the Bible. They don't know what they did. Oh. I mean, they think Moses built the ark and <laughs> the people out of the wilderness uh, into the promised land. I mean, people are confused. They don't, they don't know. So I think one of the reasons why we need to disciple people is because I don't think they really know what's in the word of God. They don't really know the promises of God. They don't know, um, you know, the blessings of God. They don't know uh, how God will direct you and lead you. I mean, they don't really understand all the miracles and the breakthroughs that God can give you in your life, as well as cleansing you and forgiving you of your sins and trespasses and iniquities and uh, getting you on the right path. And so, you know, people live, I think, uh, well below the intended life that Christ has given to them. And I, I guess they're satisfied. I, 
I mean, Christianity for a lot of people, it's out of convenience and duty, but it's not out of always conviction. That's why, you know, it's hard to make disciples in this real world we're living in right now, because not everybody wants to be a disciple. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're so caught up in, in the world and their hobbies and their habits and the other things that church becomes, you know, like we've talked about before. I mean, you only have people coming to church maybe 38 to 40 percent of the time. Uh, you know, they go to 20 church services a year out of 52 weeks. So that's what, 38, 39 percent. So you can't grow in Christ if you're not hearing the word and participating in the body of Christ with other believers. Mm. That's so awesome. And we see it today, especially as we see people kind of coming out of the 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 era of the pandemic and COVID, and they're wanting to get back in church. And so let me close this podcast with this final question. Let's say that um, a person is listening, and they're getting back into church after being away from, you know, in 2020, where, you know, we, we just didn't gather as much in 2020. And they're trying to get back in, they want to get back into church, they want to get back into Christ, they want to get back into the restarting with God. What is one piece of advice about discipleship that you would give that person that is just getting back into church? Well, the first thing I would say is walk through the front door of the church (laughs) and get among the other believers that are there that will encourage you, that will pray for you, that will model and be an example to you, and you likewise to them. You know, like you've said, people have been out of church for a long time. I know here in the Colorado area, uh, eight or nine months, there was no there was no church gatherings at all because of the uh, restrictive limits that our governor our governor had put on all the uh, churches, and so it's not been just but the last you know few months we've been able to gather and it's been you know with certain restrictions, but uh, people are still hesitant to come back. But I would say. Uh, the first thing to do is walk through the front door, find you a place to sit down, listen to the Word of God, take some notes, and if you need prayer, ask somebody to pray for you because God is here. God is ready. God is wanting to touch you. He's wanting you to get back on track again, and it's so easy to get off track, but uh, I was just reading the other day how God will put your feet on the King's Highway. I mean, He'll lift you up out of that miry clay, which I would say is the miry covid uh, the clay of COVID, and he wants to put your feet on the on the King's Highway. He wants you to walk again and then run again with joy, expectation, and peace. So that would be my advice is get in church, join a small group, uh, get uh, in relationship with other people, and then put yourself in a place to learn and grow again by being discipled. All right. Thank you, Mike. We're going to let that be the final word. And if you're listening to this podcast, We're going to do all week interviews with Mike Ware, so there's more podcasts to come with you. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community in small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. You can also join us on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. in person or at 1045 in person or on our YouTube with our live stream community.